Sinatra, that's all gas. Only hunt in a tall grass. Intercepting every ball pass, then I run it back. That's a TD. Check the scoreboard, y'all last. We up one, you see me. Pussy niggas wanna talk about it, go to Hellcat, no demon. I be politicking on your broadcast. Got the red carpet like the famous homie. Act your bitch, really famous homie, and you know it's Emmy. It ain't on me. So creative like I made Adobe. I've been balling like I play with Kobe. What's the deal? What's the deal? We back again. Politic in the podcast. We live Wednesday nights, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We got a slew of topics to get to. First thing that we got to get to, man, we got to get to this NBA, man. So the Pelicans, they sit on top of the Western Conference. The Pelicans are looking for real. Zion is finally healthy, and he's looking to pan out to be the, the person that they thought that, that he was going to be, you know. Then we got the NBA also. What's the next topic? Um, the, Yes, the NBA has changed the awards and named them after players. So now there are six players that have these awards, like the MVP, the sixth man of the year. All of these awards have been changed to players' names. The NFL, so we have about – seven eight different starting quarterbacks that are injured right now so it's like what are the NFL, what is the nfl going to do about all these injuries to these starting quarterbacks and they saw they say that the league is soft already but they're probably going to come with some more rule changes man because all of these injuries to the quarterback is really hurting the product so then we got to get to this ysl news because we all know gunner Went down with the YSL crew on that Rico, but he has now <coughs> released as he has pled guilty to racketeering. So we're going to get to that. And last but not least, we got reparations, man. We got reparations popping up in different cities, not states, but different cities are signing executive orders and bringing up the topic of reparations. But no states are getting on board besides California and the federal government. Is not getting on board. So let's get to this first topic, man. The Pelicans, they are number one in the Western Conference right now. They're balling Zion. He just had this uh, technical the other day when they were beating his sons, and he do he does a windmill at the end of the game and almost starts a scuffle. But, you know, he he's, he's talking this shit, and he's saying that they for real. What do y'all feel about the Pelicans? Oh, nobody wants to go first, so I'll go first. All right. <laughs> the Pelicans, um, they are for real right now as far as the direction of the team. Um, they have a very young team with a lot of talent. Zion is a star in the making if his big ass to stay healthy. Um, uh, Brandon Ingram hasn't even played yet, and I think he's their best player overall right now because he has mm-hmm. experience, because he's been playing. He's averaged 27 a game. Uh, when he's on the court, he's a mini Kevin Durant. Um, he he has a he has game. So they have uh, you know now CJ McCollum, who's a third best player, and he's in a perfect role. They had him in a wrong role in, in Portland with Damian Lillard as a second guy. And in NBA history, proves two small guards cannot win a championship. But CJ McCollum as a third best player, he thrives in that role. And they also have a nice bench as well. So I think the Pelicans are real as far as them winning the championship. I don't buy it because there's never been a team that don't go through their losses and get their head knocked around and they have to get their experience first but however they are there for the foreseeable future and uh, by the way i like zion doing that against phoenix especially chris paul because chris paul is always crying and starting shit so i like the intensity i hate the buddy buddy shit in the nba get back to that dunking and talking shit at the end of games like they are but the pelicans are for real to, to, to um to answer the question yeah I, I agree with you the pelicans i don't believe are championship ready it's kind of like when boston was coming up they had a lot of good players good young players they they won a lot of games because they could play a lot of minutes and that's what the pelicans are going to be able to do so for them to stay on top as the one seed yes um you know guys like trey murphy uh he's kind of a sleeper six nine a shooter 13 points four rebounds and if you did his per 36 you know he'd be averaging a lot more so they really got a lot of guys in a lot of different roles but you know, there's ups and downs in the league, as we know. You can be hot one minute, be on top, and then just as ten games later, you can be, you know, sitting halfway out of out of playoff contention. So we'll have to see if they can be consistent. 
Yeah, definitely. Um, it's definitely going to be dependent upon health, just like any other NBA team. Um, but, you know, how they're looking right now is pretty good. They got a complete starting five, especially once Brandon Ingram uh, returns. Um, but, yeah, I, I definitely agree with you guys. Um, I think, you know, a more experienced team, even one like a Golden State, you know, could potentially, if they come up against uh, the Pelicans in the playoffs, could potentially knock them out. Clippers, um, Dallas, who was just in the conference finals, you know, uh, Portland, who's been to a conference finals. I, th- I just think a more experienced team in the end um, will will ultimately take this team out maybe around in the second <clears throat> like that. But ultimately, uh, this team is, you know, part of that wave of the future, uh, like the Memphis Grizzlies, the Timberwolves that are coming up, um, Boston, who has arrived already. Um, the Pelicans are in that wave. Um, and they're making noise, and they're and they're a good team. So we'll we'll see what they do, and, and health is going to determine all of that. Go ahead, Ken. Oh yeah, I mean I share the same sentiments as everyone else. Um, when healthy, of course, they're a great team. Uh, the resurgence of Zion Williamson, I mean, is definitely going to be um a help to the team. Uh, I agree with Ronnie. I think when healthy, Brandon Ingram is still obviously uh, the best player. T.J. McCollum, if he can play well, be consistent throughout the year. Yeah, but I think it's it's heavily weighed on whether or not they can stay healthy. But the West is loaded, though, so it's kind of too early for me to give a clear-cut prediction. But they the, the um, Pelicans will definitely be in NBA talk throughout the season, for sure. One thing I want to add – they put Zion at like the point forward. So I think when they did that, their team got a lot better. He was he's making a lot of good decisions. So if they keep doing it through him, they'll be successful, but he got to be out there. Yeah, like like uh, Ronnie mentioned earlier, Brandon Ingram ain't even out there right now. He's a key piece to that puzzle. So let, let's see what the rotation looks like when Ingram returns. You know, you got Alvarado out there. He's a, a menace. He reminds me a lot of Patrick Beverly, but a, a little more skill. You know, and Alvarado is that that little pit bull. He's the new pit bull. You know, so I like what they I, I like what they're doing over there in New Orleans, man. I think that they, I don't think that they're championship ready, like like Carlton mentioned earlier, but I think that they definitely are, are on their way. And let's see if Zion can stay healthy, finally for the first time. I got one question for Ronnie because I know. Last year, um, a couple of years, yeah, last year you had a lot to say about Zion Williamson. You wasn't really necessarily sold on him. Um, <laughs> that was like a hundred podcasts. Them receipts. You know? Oh, yeah, them receipts. And we can pull it up because you know what? I'm always going to hold Ronnie accountable. How you feel about him this year when I'm coming back? I mean, it's not like I wasn't sold on his talent. You know what I'm saying? I ain't never doubted his talent. I just wasn't sold on the fact that he was going to be committed to stay healthy because of the motherfucker then ballooned to 360 pounds at one point. So it was like, damn, like, do you really want this? So I, I wasn't sold on his commitment to the game, but obviously his talent has never been denied. You know, he's a walking 27 and 8, 9 right mm-hmm. now, just with no jumper, with no experience. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He a motherfucking monster when he's on the court. So like yeah. Anthony Davis, like Kawhi Leonard, you know, he's been having having injury Don't problems. So Kawhi I, Leonard. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know, Kawhi I'm, back in balling. Don't do not do Kawhi. See, like, I, I knew Kalen was going to I'm tired of hearing about Kawhi. <laughs> Me too. I'm so tired. Ah. He can't stay on the floor. So it's like like Zion. He can't stay on the floor. So that's what I doubted. But when he's on the floor, yeah, I'm, I, I definitely believe in his talent. He, he a beast. I don't think he's no LeBron, but he a beast. Yeah. I, I definitely see the Pelicans and the Grizzlies really having a, a battle out as Zion and, and Jai went one and two. So I, I do see a, a future, you know, rivalry coming between those two teams. But let's see how that all goes. But let's get to this new news, man. The NBA has mm-hmm. changed six of their awards to former players. Like the Jordan is now the MVP award. So it's no longer the MVP award. It is the Michael Jordan award. Anybody else got the list of, of these different awards? Yeah, I, uh, I do. Um, go ahead. What, what yeah, is it? Uh, the Michael Jordan Award is the most valuable player. Uh, 
The Jerry West Trophy uh, is awarded to the most clutch player. Interesting. Um, uh, Hakeem Olajuwon, Defensive Player of the Year. That's his trophy now. Wilt Chamberlain, uh, Rookie of the Year. John Havlicek, Sixth Man of the Year. And George Mikan, the most improved player of the year. So, hold up. I think that right, they just exactly. threw, I think that they just threw things out there. I don't yeah. think that we should. Hold I don't on. Think that that, I don't think that that hold, holds much credence. You know, we as know far as like was. them comparing, as far as them comparing like the most improved player and this, that, and the third. But I mean, not to cut anybody off, but I think it's good for the league, man. It, it shows expansion. It shows a, an NBA that is actually progressive in a. I don't have a problem with it. I don't have a problem with it. Yeah, I I don't either. Um, not with the names, just who got you know, like for MVP for me, I would think is the one that's had the most MVPs, and that would be uh Kareem Abdul Jabbar. And then as far as clutch players, I think that should be Michael Jordan, if anybody, not Jerry West, not when you you know lost as many times in the finals as he has. But I mean, overall, as far as with the other great players on this list, I mean I don't have an issue with it either. Um but yeah, I, I would just definitely put Jordan as the most clutch player of the year, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar as the most valuable player. That's just we know group. we uh, we know what this was. Come on, let's let's be real here. This is a direct shot at putting Michael Jordan's name relevant to try to put down LeBron James. There was oh. literally no reason, no reason for any of this. <laughs> there was no reason for any of this. Look, this I'm a LeBron, a LeBron, LeBron fan, but you know that's I don't know about that one, man. I'm, I'm yeah. a LeBron fan, but I don't know if if they were thinking like that. Man. I don't know. They are not at all. Yeah, not thinking like that. They are not thinking like there. There's no listen. There's there's no case that needs to be made that Jordan is superior to LeBron. Y'all don't start stats. talking about LeBron. Don't y'all love stats. Y'all love stats. Jordan stats is better. Gordon got more everything. There's nothing that needs to be said. So this has nothing to do with LeBron James. I agree with Amrock on the names. I like the idea, like Ken say, it, it is progressing the league. I think the names is not, though. You need to let go of George Mike and nobody knows who the fuck he is in today's world. They John Havlicek. <laughs> they get to let go of John Havlicek. <laughs> year old John Huckleberry. If you ask a 15-year-old boy uh, Jamal who John Havlicek is, he's going to be like, that's the janitor at my school. Like, we got to let go of these fucking names. You know, disrespect to John, but, I mean, the, the world is, is – we get it's an older world now, so they yeah. got to let go of those names, go. So, you know, I, yeah. I disagree with Amrock. I do think Michael Jordan should be the MVP because although Kareem did win more than Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan did, in my opinion, way more for the league. Um, just at the time – it's the timing of it. I think Jordan was at an opportune time, so I think he deserves the highest credit which is the MVP. So I like Michael Jordan be the MVP. Um, the clutch one, I think it's, it could be a number of players at the clutch, Jordan, Kobe. Kobe. Um, it could be, you know, you know, Manu Ginobili. He had, he had hella clutch. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I'm just Ginobili could have been the sixth man. Yes, Ginobili was the sixth man, but he had Definitely. clutch too. He had I want to know too. who picked it. I want to know who picked, who picked like what, which players got right. chosen. Right. And then I also want to talk to whoever picked the goddamn designer for these cheap ass <laughs> extra 3D glass cups. These these is garbage. These garbage. They garbage. Yeah, they look like the World Cup. <laughs> they horrible. Right, right. They terrible. The design is garbage. But the, I like, like a, the idea though. The idea is good. Yeah. The idea. Is it just good. it just adds another element to the league for talking points. Yeah, stuff to talk yeah. about in podcasts and stuff like for that. Sure. Though, for sure. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think yeah. that the league is really trying to rebrand itself as it's trying to become an international brand and international game. If you look at like Giannis, Luca, MB, all of these top players, a lot of our top players don't even come from the States now. They're all coming from overseas. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think that the, that is really the NBA's goal is to really flood this with, with European you know, uh, players, and then after that, you know, get some European leagues going and then some, get some type of tournament where the NBA could play the best of the Euro League and, you know, expand mm -hmm. that way. But I think that that's where the NBA is headed. And, you know, you see the NFL trying to do the same thing by having games in, like, London. They have just a game in, New, uh, in Mexico. So I think that both leagues are really trying to expand to become uh, international games. 
speaking of the NFL, man, the changes that are going to come after all of these quarterback injuries. We got Kyler Murray going down this week. We had Trey Lance going down week one. Jimmy G went down. We got Matt Stafford. We got Lamar Jackson. All of these quarterbacks, the quarterback from the Jets just went down. All of these quarterbacks are going down, and they keep changing these rules where you barely could touch the quarterback anyway, and you barely could touch the receiver. So what do you think the league is going to do now that all these quarterbacks keep getting injured, and now you got these games scheduled where you got these uh, these TV slots and nobody's watching these games because the quarterbacks that's playing is trash. So what what are y'all thoughts on how this is affecting the brand of the NFL and, and what the hell they going to do going forward to try to change it? Well, shit. I think the first thing they need to do is put these motherfuckers on a diet. Like, I think it's just today's happening. <laughs> Wait, hold on, Ronnie. Ronnie, where do you get this stuff from, man? Listen, listen. I, I got to interject. Let me explain. He pulled that out of nowhere. Let me explain. Let me explain. Let, let, no, let me explain. I don't mean a diet to lose weight. I'm talking about a, a, a way of eating because it's not just the NFL. It's these this generation of athletes. If you can, if you can remember, a lot of these injuries are not by getting hit. A lot of these injuries are, are, are cuts and, and free accidents that are happening. It's not just the NFL. Look at the NBA. You got superstars that can't stay on the floor. Back in when we was watching basketball, the main stars they played like look Kobe twenty years, Bron twenty years. Like Bron is a previous generation athlete. He he just transitioned to this one. But the athlete of yesteryear, they weren't getting hurt like this. And now these motherfuckers can't even stay on the floor because they don't feed their bodies. They don't take care of their bodies. So they need to be able to. They need to. All these athletes nowadays, they need to concentrate on their eating, working out, stretching, all that shit get a little cannabis in your system. Like these motherfuckers need to really, really, really concentrate on taking care of their bodies because I think that's the reason why they got all these injuries going on. Yeah, it's the it's the yeah. most it's the most violent sport, right? Other than UFC boxing, right? It's the most violent sport. So injuries are gonna happen. Um I know uh like uh OBJ was talking about the turf and the field and how that's affected a lot of guys and caused a lot of injuries like it appeared to do with um, Colin Murray as that was a non-contact injury. Um, but, you know, it's it's the sport that you chose to play. And, you know, the, the potential of you getting hurt is there. Um, you know, I understand that, you know, it's a quarterback league and, you know, that's the shiny position, right, uh, to make sure that we keep the quarterback on the field who's throwing the touchdowns. But at the same time, again, anybody can get hurt at any given time. Um, we still have, you know, some great quarterbacks that are healthy out there. Um, so, you know, I mean, of course, the league's probably going to make some more adjustments, but what else can you do? I mean, the quarterback is the most protected position on the football field. So I'm not sure what else you can do other than just, you know, putting some, you know, flags on on each side of their hips and, and you know, just playing flag football with the quarterback and everybody else play tackle. Uh, you know, uh, other than that, I don't see what else you can potentially do it's a contact sport you're protecting the quarterback enough you know um we don't talk about when the o-line somebody from the o-line gets hurt or the d-line gets hurt you know uh, i get it it's the quarterback but at the same time anybody can get hurt out there man any given time it can happen to anybody i mean you know what when it comes to football we all know we can all attest to the quarterback is the biggest the biggest investment right so as an owner i would want my quarterback obviously to be healthy so that my team can thrive throughout the season i think that the direction that the nfl is going i think in about two to three years or less it'll be a a league full of tom brady's to where when you look at him roughing a passer is called so we'll see i mean they already got two three tom brady rules in in effect already how many tom brady rules can we get yeah well here's here's i don't know that anything will be done to protect them because they've taken every step what's gonna start happening is these owners aren't gonna start are gonna stop paying these guys hundreds and 200 300 million dollars like they've you know done with lamar jackson look he's supposed to be playing out his contract and now he's hurt that's de- that's detrimental um and so i think that they're going to take an approach like they did with running backs where they used to pay them and now it's running back by committee there's a lot of good guys nowadays so you can go get yourself a replica quarterback there's there's a lot more of them nowadays that can do certain similar things so i don't know that you're going to see as many big 
big contracts like that if they keep getting hurt like this. But but if you if, if you I don't see it changing. Hold on, I, I gotta say though, when you see if you see now, ever since like uh, uh, Kaepernick really. Kaepernick was like the first like option quarterback and then Miami started to run the wildcat and then like all these other teams started to get these mobile quarterbacks like 10 years ago Kyler Murray wouldn't even be an option but now he was the number one overall draft pick because of the way that the league is going so if the league is going towards these hybrid you know speedster you know look at Justin Fields and how he's doing you got you got all these mobile quarterbacks now that are getting picked as such high draft picks, but at the same time, they're running the ball a lot. And it's a lot mm-hmm. of miles and a lot of hits that they're taking that these old traditional drop back quarterbacks never took. So if that's the way the league is going, then yes, that's the, what's going to happen to the league is a lot of these quarterbacks are going to get injured and this is going to only get worse. So, you know, maybe the philosophy has to change back to the traditional drop back Peyton Manning quarterback, but if you, even if you look at like the white quarterbacks, you know what I'm saying? You look at Buffalo, even the white quarterbacks are, are running the ball consistently now. You not only you can see like the, the black quarterbacks. One quarterback is not quarterback. <laughs> let's not get it. Yeah, yeah, Jared Goff. Jared Goff. Like us. Let's not do that. Let's not do hey, that. Caleb, <laughs> Caleb, I, Caleb, I got a question. Go so ahead. Do you think, so do you think moving forward um, – like uh, I forget his name. Some let me see. Uh, Hood Rich, Hood Rich Carlton said, "Do you believe that moving forward, NFL owners will actually start investing less?" Yes, I really the quarter, I really but the quarterback is the draw. Yes, how, it is. How, how many but, but, got? How many? Especially if they're black quarterbacks. If they're if they if, if if it's black quarterbacks that continue to do this, them owners not going to keep the, changing the, uh, all no. these generations and I don't doing all this for that. them to be if hurt they, on the sideline. Yeah. I thought you meant in general, them, though. If they don't have to give them a contract and or if they could franchise tag them or whatever, then they're going to do that if that's the option. If if that's the option, Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson, Jackson. exactly. Is that's a, the option. He is a MVP. He is a proven MVP of this league. He should have a contract. Like Dak Prescott has a contract. Dak <laughs> uh-huh. like, Prescott on, actually like, played on that franchise tag and got injured, but he still ended up getting paid by Jared. But but that was exactly why he didn't want to play on that franchise tag. And that's why Le'Veon Bell was like the first one to sit out and say, nope, I'm not going out there and getting injured. I'd rather take a $5 million loss sitting out this season and, and secure my future than go out there. And now, you know, they, they offer what, Lamar, like $203 million or something like that. And he wanted like two thirty. Now what you finna get? You finna get a, a, a three-year deal instead of a five, and the money's gonna be significantly lower because you're coming off of an injury. So, you know, you really gotta protect yourself as a brand and as a business first. I know as players, you real oh, I'm a player, I gotta go out there, but yeah. you are a brand and you are a business mm-hmm. first. Caleb, mm-hmm. Caleb, so-, so that has to be your approach. You're or, in okay, their game, you're playing their game, you're or, playing by their rules, you got to approach it the same way. Because or, they will let, burn let me ask you this, Caleb. And they will say that 50, 60, 80 million if they can and keep that in their pocket. Caleb, as an owner, just, just say you're an NFL owner. How do you protect the quarterback? By having three. Exactly. <laughs> You're gonna just get, go most, get a couple. Of come them. on, Caleb. That's the best of most. If I'm an owner, if I am a owner, okay. I'm with you. That's what you're going to do. You know, there's another solution. But everybody, nobody ready for that conversation. What black players who's in this position could lead a motherfucking NFL and start their own goddamn league. Good luck. Won't protect the quarterback. No, I'm talking about for all positions. <laughs> it, 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 they, can, they, they can make all the rules. They can make all the rules. They can make all the decisions. Stop listening to these white owners. They can make their own rules. We are the talent. Money, money, we cover money. most of the, the league, the NFL. Why not? Money, yeah. That makes too much sense, man. But we're talking about in a realistic world, though. Yeah. So that's we, a better, that's a better plan on paper. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a better plan on paper. Don't, we, we, as a, we, we don't be getting together for nothing. 
except a barbie. That don't mean we shouldn't. You see, but right. I'm, not, I'm just saying yes, we don't. There's, there's we money. Should. There's money that they get has contingencies, and it's rare that NFL players get uh, guarantees in their contract. So a lot of these players, you yeah. know, get injured. They get it's paid incentives. a certain amount based off that contingency. And the rest of that mm-hmm. shit is up in the air to wait to see what they look like when they come back. Yeah. So yep. as far as football goes, I mean, the N- NBA is different, but the football, it's like the shelf and life sh- of the players keep exactly. getting shorter and shorter and shorter and shorter. Exactly. It was seven years, seven to nine. Now it's three to four. You know, guys be in the league, out the league. They come in for a cup of coffee and they get a breakfast sandwich and then they're gone. <laughs> They come for in real. for a physical. They come in for a physical, and then they cut. For real. <laughs> for real. Hey, I'm watching Hard Knocks. Everybody Man. watch Hard Knocks and watch you get cut live on TV. But but I let's get with, to, yeah. Let's get to this uh this hip hop news, man. So we all know about the YSL Rico charge, and Gunner had went for bail for like five times and got denied each time, but now. He has been released as he has pled guilty to racketeering and he denounces gangs. And it's coming out, they're stating that some type of paperwork is out saying that he agreed to testify if called on, which you know, if they're going to really try to go for this, he will be called on. It's not going to be a question if called on, when called on should have been the language because <laughs> we know that he's going to be called on. So, what are y'all thoughts on this whole gunner release? He's him playing in guilty. They don't just take a guilty plea. So you have to give up intricate details that are proven to be true for them to even accept a guilty plea. So, what type of information do you think that gunner gave up, and, and how do you feel about him denouncing the gang and, and pleading guilty to this racketeering charges to to get his freedom? That's so deep. I'll let somebody yeah. else go first. Okay, okay, okay. So here's what I want. Here's what I want the community to do. I love this saying. Keep that same energy. Now, when Six Nine did this, no matter the situation, when he went in, we all called him a rat. Now, by the street code and the street law, he he's a rat, right? Or is he good? Are we gonna Are we gonna have that selective selective care? Uh, because it's one of our beloved rappers who we always make excuses and, uh, you know, their behavior, we, we, we excuse it because they're our, one of our favorite rappers. Is, is that what we're going to do here? I just want to know first. I don't Louis know. I, I, yeah. Louis I'm going to let you know something. He ain't my favorite rapper. I don't give a fuck about that nigga. I don't listen to his shit. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So my opinion ain't going to be biased about the shit. I had a different take. I, I was, but but thinking about this shit, really, like Ken say, is deep. And I know Ken, so I already know where he probably going with it. But it's, 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 it's where I'm going with it is deep because I'm I'm getting tired of the world taking on this this street thing called snitching. I mean, you got kids nowadays that are that are or literally died by the snitch. I don't want to snitch. So you you know that your your sister, your brother took 15 pills, but you don't want to snitch, so you're going to watch them die because you don't want to snitch. And you, mm-hmm. it's, it's a stupid street code. It's stupid as fuck. Why are you being loyal to something that's not loyal to you? So mm-hmm. the world has us all fear because, oh, you shouldn't snitch or you uh, don't snitch. You know, what is the honor in that? Like, like okay, snitching, it could be so, so many different things. So you're supposed to not make the best decision for yourself for a fucking street code? Like right. I see it a lot different now. I'm getting older and I, I don't buy that shit no more. Like everybody needs to stop trying to live by that shit. Like that mm-hmm. man is probably thinking about what he could do for himself. Everybody, when you're doing some bullshit and crime, you can't blame nobody else. You know the risk of it. You know the risk of exactly. you doing shit. You know the risk of it. So you can't hold nobody. You gotta hold yourself accountable. I can go to jail. I can get in trouble for this shit. And if yep. something happens, it's on me. So then you expect <clears> to <throat> give up that whole life for a fucking street code. Like, yes, finally somebody's gonna come out and denounce games. When is some one of these popular motherfuckers I agree. former game member gonna come out yeah. and denounce games? The shit is fucking dumb. Like, we gotta, we gotta, and I love my you know I always advocate for my people on here, but somebody gotta do it. We gotta denounce games and come back and, and reverse this shit if you want to get better, yeah. right? 
Hey, you yeah. know what? You, you know what? First of all, um, when it comes to denouncing the gang, I think that that's the, I think that's the first level of, of being able to liberate yourself, right? You're saying, hey, you know what? I used to live like this. I'm making the decision not to live like that anymore. And, and, and I'm standing on my own. I can respect it. Mm-hmm. As far as like the street code and stuff like that, I'm not a street guy. So I don't have, I can't really attest to it. So I don't have much to say there. But what I will tell you is that I can ask everybody on the panel right now. When was the last time ever in life you got hurt and someone else said, ouch? <laughs> that part. At, at the end of the day, we're individuals. Yeah. We, we, make, we make decisions in our life. And Gunner, he's doing what's best for him to be able to see day of light. Now, will there be consequences? Will there be backlash? Of course, in the black community, because we live by this false sense of of unity, but from a negative perspective. Exactly. One thousand percent. He did what he did. He's moving forward. I don't think there should be any ridicule as a journalist. I still mess with hip hop, right? And I still love the culture. I'm not going to cover it. I don't have any opinion other than what he eat don't make me shit and vice versa. Excuse my language. Uh, yeah, no, def- definitely. I mean, like you guys are saying, what else What else was he supposed to do? Um, you know, if he told what he knew, then he had to tell what he knew, right? Um, this is a young black man um, who is, you know, a successful entertainer. Um, who's trying to get out and earn a living and hopefully trying to go back in, into the communities and, and help these black communities and help these young kids. So, I mean, you know, if he they asked him some questions and he had to, you know, say what he had to say, ultimately plead guilty, what else uh, was he going to do? Um, we got to stop that. Hold on. We got to stop that. We got to we got to stop talking about what these rappers are doing for the communities, bro. They're not doing anything for the communities. Whoa, they, whoa, they, whoa, they're, whoa. they're they're not. They're not. They're not. They're not. Listen, some listen. of them don't have to broadcast it. They don't have to broadcast some what they're are. doing. Some yeah, some of them are doing things. They yeah. don't have to broadcast. Okay. They don't have to be on Instagram with the video. Yeah, this is what I'm doing right now. I'm helping. I'm giving a homeless man $100. They don't have to do that every every time or yo, know, i'm at this elementary school putting up computers and helping up they don't mm-hmm. they they do that not all you're right not all of them okay okay hold on, a hold lot on. more than we give credit for that are, that are actually right. it's whether it's actors, I, okay rappers people in sports they're helping out the communities again they don't have to broadcast it though. my here, here's my issue my issue is that yes they may be doing some stuff but on the other hand, you know the stuff that 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 they are doing that's not beneficial. So so there's got to be some accountability there. Like I'm not just gonna say, hey, yeah, you're doing some stuff, but in your lyrics, you're talking about rapping and killing and putting money on people's head and popping perks and lean and and then there's opioid crisis going on and all lean is is opioids anyway. And everybody talk about pulling up bow and popping a zanny and getting off a bar. Like nah, bro, I can't. I'm not nah. Nah, because because there's a lot of people that they influence, and and so I you know I can't it, it it's got to be levels to, to this shit, and nah, the, I I love uh, rap music, uh, and it's hard. For I I don't know, I don't know, cause I, I, if you look at the culture, man, especially like a black black culture, there'd be like a free free baby CeeLo. Call some names. Call some names, Caleb. You know, Call free baby CeeLo. I'm just using a, a hypothetical situation. But, but baby CeeLo then committed five robberies. Then, then Six robbed, attempts of robbed your a home, home invasion. Neighborhood house. And then, and now he, he in jail for murder because he did a drive-by on a house that killed the baby. And they'd be like, free and baby it's free CeeLo. him. It's free him. You, you know what I agree. You know what you can't. And, that, you can't. and that's that sums up the culture to me. And so when you try to speak to a culture that does and stands on shit like this, I don't know what the answer is. You know what I'm saying? As far as like the street code, the street been in shambles. There ain't no street code. The street code niggas is get it how you live. These young niggas don't respect the most gangster nigga. The young niggas respect the nigga that's getting money. As soon as one of these young niggas start getting money, all the rest of the young niggas follow. 
So it ain't no loyalty. They just trying to leech off the top dog and try to find their way next to the dude so that they can get their hands on some of this money. They don't got no skills. They're not chasing no dreams. They really just scamming and trying to get by. They're living for the moment. Mm -hmm. and that's why they all on the lean. That's why they're on all the perks. That's why all they, they doing all this because the whole lifestyle is based on right now. It has no like thoughts of the future. You know what, Caleb? I got I got a question and a statement. So the statement is you can't terrorize your neighborhood for years and think that you're gonna rectify the whole situation by having outreach and backpack giveaways. And we see that we see, we see that we see that a lot in the hip hop, right? And another thing, you know what, for the panel, I got a question and and I want you guys to really think about this, right? Because it's an oxymoron and it's a it's a grave contradiction. It's a grave contradiction. Can you be for I'm not saying BLM, not the organization, but can you be for Black Lives Matter? Be a gang member? No, because that is no. a direct contradiction. That don't make no sense. Um, no. It, I think obviously no, but uh, I think uh, I, I don't really like when we go there as Black people because you know people always want to go there and as if gang banging is all of us. That the gang banging yeah. is a very small percentage of black people. Is there yeah. is more black people that are on that have got careers, jobs, working, and they they always want to go to the gang shit when that probably represents five percent of our our culture. So is it like, not a big problem though, Ronnie? It, no, it, it is. What I'm saying, no, Ronnie, I agree wanna, with you. Always want to well, here's, go there. Here's why it is. Go, go there when they act like that's us. That's not. We don't agree. I don't go out killing motherfuckers. I don't go out killing black people. So I hate people yep. use that because that's not us. That's them. That's well. Let me tell you why, Ronnie. There, let me tell you why. Like that. There's ignorant people like that in every race. White people, Mexican people. There's there's ignorant people like so. Though they always try to point out black people in that area. Obviously, no black lives don't matter to you if you out there committing drive-bys. No, of course not. But that's only a small percentage of us. But I hate when we always try to target that and try to point that out. Like that. That just irritates me. Well, well, here's this. Tell me a race of the other race where the athletes, rappers, and entertainers are the people's spokesperson. Like it's really only the black community, and it's not even done by us. It's I feel like it's done by them. They they it's I don't yeah. want to say them because that's not taking accountability, but there's a there's there's just a direction that they steer that they steer people to and, and tell them that those are our Leaders, it's them 100 like, it's, it's them 100 yeah. it's, it's them 100%. that's the way they designed mm -hmm. it that's the way they right. designed it we, we we've always been their entertainment man we used to fight to the death that was their entertainment they made bets on this shit with the slaves they made them fight to the death the loser died the winner fought to live another day and they bet on this that was their entertainment the only difference yep. is now they throwing us money it's the same shit. It's the Here's same. Here's another reason why shit. I don't like these. Hey, Ronnie, hey, Ronnie, hey hold on, hold on. Hey, hold on. Go ahead, Amrock. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. Go, go ahead. Hubert was gonna say something. Well, well, one more thing. Here's another reason why I don't. I, I hate that they use that athletes and rappers as our spokespeople because these guys have all these women and it's 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 nothing but women and they throwing money on women when they're not showing no type of companionship leadership being able to be with somebody when they die or go to jail them women don't have nothing for them for their mama for their sister for all the people they was taking care of but they got birkin bags and chanel and all this other bullshit and bro i just don't respect none of that bro i don't i hate that we glorify yeah. that but i don't respect none of that bro yeah, we, we, that's, we don't glorify that's that not, that's, that's not all we that's don't not all that. yeah that's not all rappers that's not we don't glorify rappers. that though that, that's what i'm saying people people act, that's a what, that's what i'm saying we don't we don't yeah, that's a, that's not all we, rappers. i don't glorify that shit me we neither. don't glorify shit. They glorify that shit. It's not a, people always want to say we. We don't. That's a, a small. But because they're the, but because they show them as our spokesperson, then people think that that's how we all think, and that's what I'm saying. That's that's the, that's an issue. And but why why do we always with rappers? Why is it always yeah. just okay? You know, they they rap about you know selling drugs, doing this, doing that. Maybe they had to do that to ultimately break through to start doing maybe what they want to do, i.e., a Jay Z. Right. right. I mean, i.e. a T.I. Like, it, you know, it doesn't always have to be, OK, that's just where they're at. That's their, you know, that's only their lane. Right. Maybe they we just have to do that to just break through. Right. Some people that. start off as a writer and then become a director. So we can't just just blatantly just target them like that and just say, oh, you're a rapper and you're 
again, they might have grown up in an environment where they were selling drugs. They were around drug dealers. They were around trap houses. And of course, that's going to reflect in your art. Just like if an artist is painting, you, you might paint something of a reflection of what's happening in your real life. It's the same thing. Nobody died but in a Van Gogh painting. Nobody you know, died in a Van Gogh painting. Hold on. I got, I got one thing to I say. I got one thing I just want to say. Go, go ahead, Ken. Go ahead. But, but you know what, uh, Amron? I get what you're saying, mm -hmm. but I've never heard in the history of hip-hop, and I've been listening to hip-hop for a very long time, brother. I've never heard an ex-drug dealer not glorify selling drugs in the street. <laughs> I've never heard a tutorial on how not to do it. Of course, there's some, they talk about some of the virtues that might have come of it, but you know what? But the overall premise is most dope dealers who turn rappers or vice versa, because that's semantics, they're glorifying that in their music, man. True, true. Yeah. Yeah. We've all, all, we've all, all heard the music, but we've all heard the music and we all made a choice. You but, can still oh, listen to the know. music and decide, hey, you know what? Even though he did that, I don't have to. We can we still can make that choice. That, that's but just thing, but, but just but just it being a decision is detrimental to the black community though. Exactly. Look at what's done though. They set us up in. That's look not what's necessarily done, what we chose to do. They look at what's done. The streets with crack and, and AIDS and all of that stuff. We didn't do that. Done, and now these, these are these are pharmaceutical <laughs> pills that these kids are hooked on. Lean is a pharma. This is big pharma that is making this this shit. So, so how are the kids getting their hands on all of these pharmaceuticals? This is not like some man-made yeah. manufactured stuff. This oh, is some wow. chemical lab, you know, <laughs> like dis distributed, you know, shit. So I don't understand, like, how can this not be systemic? Go ahead, Ronnie. This, this is what I'm saying, though. Pe people always want to point out the fact that a lot of these rappers sold drugs to get where they at, or they did this, or they did that. How the fuck y'all think this country was built? So we, we're saying that white Americans <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's not the point, to though. To gain everything that they gained? All the crooked shit that white fucking blue-collar America did this system gain, is already they set. Like, get the fuck yeah. out of here with that. They they weren't... They killed... They literally slaughtered a fucking yeah, whole race to get this shit. Like, and they continue to do it. Like, people always want to point out black people's flaws but they don't want to look at the top. They did all the bullshit they did to get their wealth mm -hmm. and to control everything in this country, but mm -hmm. nobody ever points that out. It's always nobody niggas selling drugs to get where they went. I, I, I feel you, Yeah, so speaking of that, man, so yet they did slaughter a whole race, and then they only gave certain tribes reparations for that because all of the black tribes didn't get any part of those reparations. And don't look like those black tribes are ever going to get theirs. And now they're trying to give reparations out to black people in uh, California. But now we got some other um, people on the ballot. We got St. Louis. We got Boston. We got cities that are getting into the mix. We got Kansas City. These different cities are, are trying to put this on the ballot for reparations. So why are the cities getting involved and not the states? And will this ever, you know, get, you know, be on the ballot on the federal level? You think the, the will the federal government ever give reparations to black people in America? Or is this like only the state of California and Governor Newsom trying to give this out? You know what, man? Can I start? You know, I don't care about that. The, the biggest reparation is closing the economic wealth gap between white and black mm -hmm. people. The biggest exactly. reparations is us getting our land. I don't want any symbolic progression. That's what I like to call it. Just like when they had Black Lives Matter plastered all over the NBA floor during the pandemic, that means nothing. Nothing. It's symbolic. It's symbolic progression. It means nothing to me. Let's have the bigger conversation. Allow yeah, us to I, sit at those yep. tables and make executive decisions. Right. Yep. I agree. I agree. I agree. And and even more so, right? Even if they were to give all black people reparations for everything they did, all we would do is basically give that money back over time, right back to them anyway. Black people are the biggest about, <laughs> on, black black people oh, black man. people hold hold a small percentage of the wealth, yet we buy we buy just as many Mercedes Benz we as the as the top as it okay, but here's my point. 
here's the point that I'm making. Man, wait, what, can, I, can, I, can I finish? <laughs> here's what I want. If you're going to, don't give me reparations. Give us, give us a coastal city and buy, uh, on e give us a city on each coast and let us get 25% of everything that comes in and the land and the taxes and get, give us something tangible. Don't give, don't give us no money. Cause if they, you give us money, all we're going to do is buy we Jordans, uh, pay pay off our student loans, which yeah. is giving them their money true, back. Man. Yeah. Down black people every time you start off your point. Like that's a very small percentage of us. Again, there are a lot of us <laughs> right. with businesses. There's a lot of us that do what we got to do. That's a small percentage of us. That's not all we're gonna do. That's not true. Why do you always gotta down black people like that? You don't gotta. I agree with the second part of what you said, but why do you gotta say that first part? All we gonna do is buy. We you're generalizing. And no, we're not. That's a very small percentage of don't, us. Don't you remember the Dave Chappelle during the pandemic? During the pandemic, all all I heard was people saying people was out there blowing money doing negative. There's a lot of people that did what they had to do and create their businesses and created shit and was investing. And no one talks about that. It's always a negative. And to to answer the question. Fuck the reparations. I don't believe it. I don't think they're going to do it. I agree with what Ken said originally, but I don't think they're going to do it. I'll believe it when I see it. I don't. I, I would rather go Ken's route where we can sit at the tables, make executive decisions, close the wealth gap. I guess they think that giving us reparations will close the wealth gap, but I don't think they're going to do that. I just don't see them giving every black American that proves it 350. Where I don't fucking yeah. see that happening. Yeah, no. that, that's a cap. That's bullshit. They've never done nothing like that for us. They don't. They still don't give a fuck about us. I don't believe it. It's all bullshit, smoking mirrors. Fuck all yeah, that. I I I agree. Um, it's about it's it's about more than money. Um, and to Hilbert's um point, um, yeah, some of us will do that. But like Ronnie is saying, a lot of us understand what if we were to get the true reparations, which is land, which is the rights to um uh musical and sports royalties which is the right to um you know um inventions like what dr umar johnson was talking about on the breakfast club um you know that should be part of the reparations packets not just money now money should also be included um but you know just to say that you know all of us are just gonna go buy spinning rims buy weed not all of us are gonna do that man like right I, i'm in baltimore I want to go buy up these blocks as y'all may have seen on shows like the wire or this or that that shit is real where it's just blocks and blocks and blocks of abandoned uh townhomes beautiful townhomes like one i'm in now where this block was actually fixed up right i want to be able to have the opportunity uh, and i hope others can buy up those blocks to like to your point her rich to start those type of communities but you know just to say that all of us are going to do that that's not true and yeah, reparations should not just be about money. It should be the whole package. This shit isn't also just about land. It's it's uh, like I said earlier, inventions as well. Do you know how many inventions that we created that we don't get credit for that our absolutely is about? You know, so it, yeah, like you said, like you said, Ken, it's it's the bigger package, and nobody is ready to have that discussion. And, and mental health. Yeah, there you go too. Mental health as well. Money. Absolutely, absolutely. You look hey, hold on. Uh, are, we, are we are we done? Nah, we ain't done. Y'all, y'all was going back and forth. Are y'all so done? yeah? So so Ronnie, so Ronnie. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay, so okay, so you said you said I get up. So every when I start, every time I start a point, I put down black people, right? You do. You always have something negative, a negative undertone to it. I don't understand what's the point of always pointing out. Of course, we know that there's hood niggas out there and and people out there that get money that's going to do that but why we got to always start off with that that's not even true for all of us. that's a small percentage of us bro it's a small percentage of us gang banging is a small percentage of us ratchetness it's a small percentage of us that's not the whole culture man it's not it's not even a big percent it's a very small percentage of us do you know what the average salary is for a black for black an average black man in america i can't imagine very high right you know what the average salary is for a black woman in america even lower even even lower than even lower than that no it's lower no yeah. it's, not it's lower right right black okay black, so black black most black go ahead go ahead go ahead go ahead so okay and so and and then 
you know, there's a good, like 70% of black people marry black people, right? Which that people don't talk about that. They talk about the small percent that is in the top percent that maybe marries out. But for the most part, black people are marrying black people. So when I, when I'm, when I'm looking at all that, right, I'm looking at that as, Hey, we need to make more money together. Like we can only do, we can only do it if we all are in this together. And you, you can't sit up and tell me that we're, we have a common goal or that we're all, all in this together and that for the most part, man, our people don't make very good decisions, but for, how do you say that for the most part? See, and that's where you're not putting. What's the context behind that, though? It's context behind that. I, I, I get what you're saying about some of us, but you're, you're really not understanding. That's where you're not taking note. You're not making them take no accountability. It's, it's a double S word. Yes, we have to make better decisions, but a lot of our decisions are based on what the fuck we got. And based on the history and, and based on everything that has occurred throughout the years, you got to study your history, bro. There's a lot that you're okay. not understanding. It's a lot you're not understanding. But here's the thing. It's systemic. It's we're mental. We're behind. It's we're behind. Yeah. That's why they're talking about reparations now. We're behind. That's why they. That's why this is the conversation. Of what we're but, if, but even if you give me money, but, I, but, it, that's okay. but you can't give me money if I haven't learned no tangible skills. There's a, there's a percentage of us that have learned a lot of skills, but there's a good percentage of us that haven't learned a lot of a lot of sales skills, all these skills to be able to get the money. It's one it's why? one thing to get to get given money, but it's another thing to to take that money and flip that money into more money. And let's talk and, about why though, see, bro. But, but 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 what we lack is the infrastructure. Right. And what what you lack and what you what you think is that because of the hood element that exists that the black people like ourselves won't create the infrastructure that's necessary once that money comes in. So the vast majority is going to be investing their money in the per set infrastructure for us to stand on our own. Now the rest of them. Why do we need somebody to give us money to do that though? Burn their money out. But for the most, but but that's the reality. Is that because it was stolen from us? That's why. Even when people, even even when we do start stuff up, man, we don't be support. We don't be supporting that that shit fully. Come on, we gotta take some accountability. We gotta take some. We can say all this. We can say all this. Okay, that's why. I think that I think that you're speaking on your own personal experience because i support all these brothers no 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 i can't speak from from the next man's experience or what the next man does i have no control over that i can only speak and attest to what i do and as far as what i do in my own personal belief system is that yes i do give back i do do this and, and and this is the way that I think, and there's others like me, and this is how we all ended up in this space here, is because our like minds brought us to this space so that we can have these conversations to figure out what we can do and how we can rally these troops. This is the whole purpose for these conversations. So, the, so, so when you we say that, out. That, that these things don't exist or that people are going to blow their money, no. Infrastructures are being built in platforms just like this one that we're on right now that exists so that we can have these conversations and bring these thoughts up so that when the money comes in these situations are real that we can actually have some stance behind what we do we can have some unity we can have something to build off of instead of just getting a check and and, and thinking that we just going it's not Dave Chappelle the richest black man ain't going to hit the dice game and be the richest black man that's not how this is going to go. And the richest white man, they're not going to give what? us no money. So for us to be sitting banking on that, that's a recipe for success to think, oh, we'll just get it all ready. So when we do, we need we need to get it now. We need to focus on banking on that. No, no one's even banking on that. What are you talking we, about? We, we, we've survived this long and haven't banked we on are, it. Uh, we uh, are. Right, Ken. We, yeah. but, but, but hold on. So I think that I think that you guys on the panel, are, you guys are missing the intricacies of what um, – Rich Carlton is saying he's saying that we still have our own issues within the black community that we need to hold ourselves accountable for because we already know what's systemic. We already know that, like we already know what we're faced with every day. And I agree with him. Uh, uh, I don't know the percentage, but there's a percentage of black people who actually feed into things that we shouldn't be feeding into 
that's leading to us not being able to catapult and ascend and be thriving people as a culture. So we can't act like Hood Rich Carlton is just talking nonsense here. He is talking have, nonsense because we, we, have can't, to con- Ronnie, we can't control. Ronnie, we can't control. On, Ronnie, Ronnie, maybe how I'm saying it. We only can worry about who is willing and who is tapped in. We can't worry about nah, the people that we can't control. That's we can't, the issue. No, no, no. See, and that's the problem. That's the issue, bro. To sit up here and think that we're going to get every black person on board or we're going to get everybody on board, that's not realistic, man. A lot of us are lost. A lot of us are far gone. But there is enough of, enough of us that do have these like minds that if we got some money like that, there is another, another, enough woke and tapped in people that could do something. We're not going to sit up here and go, go to downtown L.A. and get all the fucking Sherman base heads off of Skid Row and expect them to comprehend what the fuck we talking about. Of course, a lot of our culture is like that and lost and far gone. You, but why you know are we what? focusing on them? We're not focused on, on the ones that we do have. Like Caleb says, we have, we're not the only podcast that's on this type of stuff. We're not the only group that's mm-hmm. on this. There's a lot of us across the nation that are doing these things. Just because you don't see it, there's a lot of us that are on this. So why do we always focus on the negative? Well, we don't have this, or all we're going to do is be stupid. No, man, there's a because lot of us. That, that's we not have, what I'm saying. We, Go ahead, that King. is what you're saying. No, no, no. Go ahead, King. Go, go ahead, King. Go, go, go ahead, Rich Carlton. Go ahead, man. All right. No, go I'm ahead, not King. Ronnie. I'm not arguing Ronnie no more, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing, bro. Je- Jesus was with the 99, and he left then and went and saved the one. So for you having that mindset, we need the the bums on Skid Row. You know what? With what with, with in in the in the infrastructure in the economy right now, there's drug addict white people, drug addict all these people doing ain't shit jobs, stuffing coal in coal mines, all this fucking bullshit to keep the economy going. So yes, you may not think there's any use for somebody that's on Skid Row that's clucked out, but if we give them a place to live, if we have our own shit for them to work and do a ain't shit ass job, maybe cleaning the sewer system or something like these people we we need them so for you to sit up and say that that we don't need to worry about them you're no different than somebody that said that you're says like, oh that i'm a good nigga no, 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 no. let that's me talk let me let me talk that ain't what the fuck i said let me talk let me talk that's no that that would be no different than me when i'm talking to white people saying no well i'm just i'm one i'm one of the good ones i'm not one of the the nick i'm one of the good i'm just but if you're saying say we that. can leave them, then what does that mean? If you're saying leave them, we My don't nigga, need them. We need to worry about the I ones mean. we got. What I'm saying is we can't expect for okay, you we can't count every head and expect every head to have the mentality to try to do something. Yes, we want to end homelessness and get them off the street, get them cleansed of drugs and all that shit. I'm the, you don't you don't be on this podcast. I'm the biggest advocate for black niggas on this podcast. Like I've always been. I, I always have an excuse for black people. I'm for my people. So don't sit up here and tell me that I'm leaving them out like a white person. Don't don't twist on my words like that. What I'm saying is we can't expect homeless people and people that are on drugs and people that just not even homeless people that just have that mentality that's going to blow money. Of course, they're not going to understand. But what we can do is gather the ones that are tapped in and do believe and lead by fucking example. That's what we can do. And hopefully we can lead by the example and people can follow. You could talk all the words you want. Actions speak louder than words. That's yeah. always, actions is hey, Ronnie, you, you, you know, so, Ronnie, you know, Ronnie, you just said something very profound. You just said, and tell me if I'm quoting you wrong. You just said that you're a huge advocate for black people and you make excuses for black people. Did you not just say that? I did. Okay, let me explain that. It's not that I make excuses. Man, it's not that I make excuses. Hold on, Ronnie. I, I hold on, Ronnie. I, I know hold on, here, Ronnie. But, that, but, that's but, what but, let, let me listen very well. Okay, you asked me a question. We're going to stop making those excuses. For black people, not, not, let me clarify it. What I meant was, I'm yeah. always the voice of reason for black people, not making necessarily making excuses. I'm the voice of reason. I always try to look at the other. I always try to look at the, the other reason or, or the reason for this. I'm never gonna sit up here and push my people to the side. This man tried to get up here and tell me that I'm like them. Nah. No, bro, you don't nah, know. That's, me like that's, that's, I was using no that like as that an example because that's not true. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Like I don't roll like that. Everybody that knows. Okay, me hang on, hang on, hang on. So look, so can we, can we, can if we're gonna be leaders of change and show black people how to talk, then you, we need to be able to disagree and you not say f me and throw me to the side. We need to I be able say, to talk you. Hold, hold on. I never said that, bro. Bring, bring bring down. My, hey, bro. What are you talking about? 
I never said fuck you. I never said that. I would never disrespect you like that, bro. I I'm just told I, no, okay. You, that's not what you said. That's not what you said. That's not what you. That's not what you said. That's not what you said. That's but not what I mean. My point. That's not what I mean. I don't mean that, bro. I don't mean. Well, then, well, so then, when I talk, I don't mean to to degrade black people. But my point is, is that I I understand. I've been there, and I know we can't forget about those people. When Rome was when Rome was coming up as a as a as a powerful nation and all this shit, the peasants and the people that were at the bottom, they maybe didn't know what the political party was talking about. But guess what? They believed in Rome, so they didn't need to know everything that was going on. They could have been a crackhead, a cluck, a peasant, or, or whatever it is. But if they all were believing in the same thing, then they were doing the job without even knowing it. Because they're already sheeps anyway. They're just walking around doing the other people's job regardless and not even knowing it. So we could have them doing that for us if they're already lost, is my point. And if, if, we, if we don't focus on them the most, that's why Jesus left the 99 and went after the one. If we don't focus on those individual ones the most, bruh, then we're never, we're gonna be as, as strong as our weakest link. Final thoughts, close it out, Ronnie. I don't understand what the hell he just said, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. Like, he, he sounded like the Charlie Brown dude that go womp, womp, womp. I really didn't understand what he was talking about. So what I'm saying That's is, fine. Yes, yes, we do have to take a accountability for certain little things, but let's not get lost in the sauce. Let's not get lost in the sauce. Know your history, know the why, know all that. And yes, we got to lead by example. That's the reason why we got this platform. That's the reason why we have ideas and all these things. We're all creative minds that's trying to move forward. And if we could be the example, you know, let's say we, we blow next year or we blow up or that, that's our opportunity. We got to hold, that's when we got to hold ourselves accountable. When we get in position, to be able to really, 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 really evoke change like that, we got to hold ourselves accountable and stick to our word. We can't get the bag and, and, and run away and sell out. That's where I got to hold myself accountable. You know what I'm saying? So we got to keep being the example and, and try to move the culture forward. So I know we got to get some shout out. Shout out to everybody on this cast. Um, what's a uh, 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 hood, hood rich dude? I, I ain't nigga. I, I would never say fuck you, bro. So don't 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 think that. Yeah. I like, ask my brothers on this. No, show. I don't. You know, I I ain't never disrespected like nobody. I might get loud. And I might talk shit, but I never yeah. disrespect you. I got respect for everybody on this show. So shout out to you. Shout out to Ken, Kay, uh, Amrock, everybody. Murdoch on the boards. I always forget about my boy Murdoch. And uh, shout out to everybody that keep rocking with us, man. <laughs> I'm yeah, mad man, that Murdoch out, stole you, my background. Shout out to all you man. guys. Um, you know, always great to be on this podcast, be on this platform. Um, you know, again, you know, I, I just think, you know, just closing out with reparations, you know, to Ronnie's point. Um, and to Hilbert's point, listen, you know, we, I think primarily we know, right? Again, we know that some of us are lost and, and, you know, some of us may spend that, you know, if, if it is a check or reparations may go Amazon and spend that or go by, we, we, we get that. I think the point is just, you know, like I said, we don't always have to glorify that because we understand it at this point. And just, let's just like to Ronnie's point, be that example. Um, for the, you know, for those who may be lost, you know, show them, look, this is what we should do to, um, to uh, Caitlin's point, you know, build these infrastructures, right? Um, again, get what we are really owed with reparations. Like Ken stated, um, you know, let's have that real conversation. Um, and, and until we can have that real conversation about what we are truly owed, then, you know, the reparations talk, it, it is what it is. But, you know, I always say shout out to all you guys. Um, shout out to uh, Baltimore, to the DMV. And, you know, uh, again, you know, yes, we are for definitely for black people on this on this podcast for sure, man. Man, I'll go. Shout out to everybody. Um, all Kings aligned. Talking about real stuff, real issues, um, really getting the dialogue out and the real conversations and just a difference in opinions is what make the world go around. Uh, and Rock, nice to finally meet you, man. Uh, we've been corresponding on social media same, for Instagram. Yeah, same. Yeah, man, for quite some time, man. Um, good to see um, a face behind the voice. Shout out to Kalen for allowing this platform. Ronnie, you always come with uh, left hooks out of nowhere. Hoverage Carlton, <laughs> you got you got some good persuasive conversation going, man. Uh, it was an honor to engage in dialogue with all you guys. And uh, I'll see you guys next show. Can Chronicles Media, follow me. That's about it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, so I want to uh, thank Murdoch 
once again, I always got to thank Murdoch, you know, because the evolution of this show has definitely grown. <laughs> Murdoch is going up, you know, we getting it together. So big shout out to Murdoch. Shout out to my wife. I always got to shout out my wife, man. That's my rock. She hold me down. None of this is possible. She bought me my first mic. She bought the mic and said, here, nigga, I don't want to hear no excuses. So <laughs> none of us would be here and this platform wouldn't be here if it wasn't for that woman. So shout out to my shout wife. Out to Jay. You know, shout out to my nigga Ronnie. You know, we 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 moving. We got some some things moving early. Well, you know, we was trying to we was trying to rest this month, but you know, opportunity calls. So we gotta keep it pushing. Shout out to Amrock, you know, Blackbird Creators. Keep doing your thing. Ken Chronicles. Man, this guy right here, man, this guy is a good. I like him. I like, yeah, you good. I think this guy's elevation just, you you know, from the day that I met Ken to today, like, you would think that he's like, just, I can't even put it in words right now. but A scholar and a poet. Ken is amazing. He outside, you you know. I'll be trying to get him outside, but he outside his way. But he outside. You know, Thank you, Rich, man. Keep keep joining us, man. Keep coming back yeah. Wednesday yeah, night and join this panel. You know, oh, we yeah. having these conversations, and, and every week we gonna keep coming with these topics. You know, because yeah. this is a lot of shit that nobody's talking about, and this is why mm-hmm. we have to touch on this and put this content out. Because at the end of the day, this shit lives forever. You know what I'm saying? And, I, and, and real niggas don't die. I'm trying oh, to be that's immortal. Right. That's the whole reason why we're doing this shit. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know what you're going to do with your life, but I'm going to get to it, man. Politic in the podcast, man. We out. All right, y'all. Have a good night, y'all. Good night, y'all. Smoking Dank Sinatra, that's all gas. On a hunt in a tall grass. Intercepting every ball pass, then I run it back, that's a TD. Check the scoreboard, y'all last. We up one, you see me. Pussy niggas wanna talk about it, go to hell, cat, no demon. I be politicking on your broadcast at the red carpet like the famous homie. Ask your bitch, really famous homie, and you know it's in me, it ain't on me. So creative like I made Adobe. I've been balling like I play with Kobe. Yeah. Which still are, sir. No, we not. Oh, shit, we are.